Hey everybody, welcome to the season three finale of Discover Spring Ford. I'm standing in front of Beth Ann's Flowers, located on Main Street in Royersford Borough. Now, when we initially sat down for this conversation, we did not anticipate that it would be our finale. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the requirements of social distancing, we felt it best to halt production on season three and start to prepare for season four, once this has all passed and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. But today, I'm excited to share with you a first in the Discover Spring Ford Archive. The first time we've done an interview during normal operating hours. So we do get interrupted from time to time, but I sit down with Beth Ann and her daughter Megan to talk about what it's like to run this family-owned business here in Royersford for the past 25-plus years. I'm Jeff Desiato, a professional actor, part-time realtor, and transplant to the Spring Ford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Spring Ford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Spring Ford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Spring Ford. Ladies, thanks for giving me the opportunity to come in today. Bethann, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and where you're from originally? Well, I'm from Royersford. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and just to start out, my grandparents were shopkeepers in Royersford. Oh, really? They had a little store called Bowers Market on okay. 3rd Avenue. Oh, awesome. And on uh, it was between 3rd and Spring and 3rd and Washington. Okay. And I have also have an uncle that had has a business in ta- had a business in town that is Jiffy Products. Oh, yeah. They were on cousins, my short. They were on my list. I don't know if it's the same. My cousins products or not, but, now. Right. Oh, okay. Run the business. Oh, nice. I have another uncle. Hi, Mindy. Sorry. No, it's fine. We are actually filming this episode. Yeah. Come on in. Come on we're in. We're filming this episode during working hours, uh, so we're gonna have some. some gr- I'll have to get her to sign some type of uh, waiver, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Cool. It's all good. Uh, it's okay. Hi. Hi, Mindy. Mindy is now, uh, I don't know if she's actually in the shop, but yeah, yeah we have right, right. new people here for the episode of Discover Spring Ford, right. so thank you. Uh, I'll, we won't disturb you. You no, can go about with what you're doing, unless you have to talk to her. <laughs> um, so you were saying your cousins are, are now the owners of Jiffy Products. Right. I have an uncle who was a doctor in the town, Dr. DeBack, who oh, wow. his office is about a block and a half from here. Oh, wow. He's still here. Um, or, no, or he was. Oh, okay. Was. Oh, okay. I have an uncle who was a school teacher. Oh my goodness! It's such a family legacy, and you're continuing it now because your um, daughter and your you have grandchildren now, and uh, right. And you they know, go to sort of. Yeah, they're all they're carrying on. This is awesome because and Brooke Elementary. Uh, someone like myself as a transplant, I'm, you know, I meet lots of different people, and a lot of people, a lot of the different business owners have either similar stories to yours, or they're from completely different states or there's a lot of people from the upper Darby area that I've, I've found. There's been a lot of common threads. I think Mike McCluskey, Anna Marie, they've all come from upper Darby. Um, so it's cool to, to have somebody who's been here, a lifelong resident and operating businesses and multi-generational businesses, you know, the legacy of, of people investing, um, not only their, their family relationships in the community, but their, their livelihood, it's coming from the community, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll just say again, as a disclaimer, um, we may get interrupted occasionally. And uh, Megan uh, has been the one who has uh, chosen to 
be the one that pulls aside if the phone rings or if a customer does come in. So uh, this is a little bit different uh, of a typical than a typical Discover Spring Ford, but it's exciting. It creates a nice little hub of activity. I don't know. I got my my what do you call it? My heart is racing <laughs> I, at the, the prospect of more customers coming in at a moment's notice and not knowing what to do. And we just have to think on our feet. So anyway, um, so tell me um, what what got you into the floral business? Um, <laughs> just, just the way you put it. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I started in the floral business in Phoenixville. Okay. I was in there. I was there for 10 years. Um, I've been in this location for 27. Oh my goodness. So I've been in floral business since I was 20. Wow. And I had a mentor. Okay. Uh, Fred Leary. He and his father and his brother had a flower shop in, in Philadelphia. Okay. And they went through the Great Depression, still open. Oh, my goodness. And had one, also one employee. Wow. So he had 60 years of experience that I pulled from. So he not only taught me how to design flowers, but he taught me how to be in business. It was amazing. That's really cool. What a gift. Yeah, and to have someone who went through... Thick and thin, yes. very thin, yes. and and was able to keep their doors open. That's incredible. Um, so you're 20 years old. Did you start originally? Um, you worked for someone else, I would imagine, or did I you did start not. your business at 20? Really? Oh my goodness! And in Phoenixville, obviously Phoenixville a lot different now than it was at that time. It is a lot different. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it about flowers that originally excited you well, uh, as a young woman deciding to make that your livelihood? It took me a long time to figure that out. Okay. I'm, I was never very art, much of an artist in school. I didn't like art class. Okay. Um, what I did like was science. And just a few years ago, I went to a design conference mm -hmm. and... The speaker started out saying floristry is a cross between science and art. And I thought, oh, wow. there's where I came in, through the science angle, <laughs> That's through cool. botany. That's and really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I started, from high school, I went to a science. Oh, okay. Really far away. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, your parents were like probably sobbing yeah. at the moment they heard that you were going to go to that far <laughs> land. <Ryan>. Yeah. <laughs> so far away in her sinus. So, um, just ended. Yeah, so I, I'm trying to remember. Or scientists, they have, uh, do they specialize in botanical no, education I'm, or anything like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> was there? Was, was it just a local major. thing, or like it was biology? Yeah. 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 Thought I wanted to do something with dentistry or okay, science, something in science. Yeah. Or biology, um, and I just happened to kind of back into this. That's incredible. Yeah, and like like you said, like. You would, you would not necessarily think of the science aspect of it um, in terms of, of uh, you know, coordinating the, the arrangements and the decor and all the things that go into the work that you guys do. Um, there is a science to there it. There is a science. And a lot of times people are only looking at the artistic side of things. Uh, so uh, we have uh, Jim, who is Beth Ann's husband. Uh, he's not in the shot right now, but I wanted to give him the opportunity if he wanted to interject anything. It seemed like you, you wanted to... No? Okay. <laughs> he's like a phantom. He comes and he goes, uh, and he's we don't my, know... He's my main support. That's good. <laughs> yes. And the driver. No, that's good. 
So, um, yeah, like the science aspect, what, sorry to put you on the spot a little bit, but, um, are there specific aspects of the, the, the biological science that you took to that you have been able to kind of bring into your business here? Um, I know, I know that I'm always teaching. Yeah. My mom was a teacher. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm teaching a lot about the biology of the flowers. Yeah. The tulip. It'll open and close about 10 or 11 times. It's called the dance of the tulip. <laughs> After it's cut from the bulb, it, it can still grow about oh. two inches. That's the only flower that does that. Oh, wow. There, I don't think I have liatris in here by light, but liatris is the only flower that opens from the top down instead of from the bottom up. So I, I just love the facts. Love oh, that's so cool. The science. Yeah, and I would imagine that that really helps you teach your customers how to best care for the arrangements and stuff once they walk out your door because obviously you can treat them with care and do the things while they're still in your doors but then to educate people beyond um just here enjoy it it looks pretty you know like to actually give them the tools to be able to enjoy it for as long as possible that's really cool and yeah it's not something i necessarily would think of when i'm thinking of uh you know oh you know it's my wife's birthday i'm gonna call a flower shop you know you're just trying to figure out what's the best but to actually get the well, if you really want, if she really likes this smell, she really likes longevity or this or that. Exactly. You can really give the actual the yeah, the science the behind the it. Yeah. The roses that smell the best open the quick, most quickly. Oh, okay. So it, it's just. Oh, yeah, that's good. I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. I'm learning little tips of the trade that are going to help me out come Easter and Mother's Day and that's all right. that stuff, which is coming quickly. Your wife's birthday. Yeah, my wife's birthday is in August. Valentine's so, yeah. Day. Uh, we're actually. Uh, filming this episode a little bit before valentine's day um but uh, so if you happen to see any valentine's bouquets uh that is why if you see any things in the background uh, so uh, as with many shows we film a little bit in advance for lead time and um beth ann was kind enough to allow me to schedule this interview uh in the midst of a, not several other ones uh, um, but uh, we will be um I'm sure she'll be getting lots of phone calls and stuff come Easter and, and Mother's Day and prom season and everything. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, what it was like. So did you, you when you were 20 years old, you started, you opened your own business in Phoenixville. So um, outside of having the mentor that you had mentioned, um, what was that experience like to actually open the doors and say, hey, like I'm on my own here like there's no like when you know there's no safety net essentially at that point you're really just well, going for it I, I really did have my mentor yeah almost on yeah. a daily basis oh that's good it was wonderful <laughs> that's cool he, he gave me much of his time much of his knowledge and asked only that i pass on the yeah. knowledge that's really cool. Which was really neat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, yeah, you weren't just, paying a consult fee and all that stuff. No, yeah. No. On a retainer and, and everything. And so that that's what I'll ask of Megan. Yeah. <laughs> just keep the legacy going of so educating. Keep, it, and, keep the education going. That's so cool, too, that your mom um, is a teacher. Yes, my so mom. That, that comes in. My wife's a teacher, and there's there's a lot of common themes in that. Um uh, I, I mentioned a previous episode with Tom DeBello before we started. His mom was a teacher. His dad was a cop in uh, Hazleton. Okay. But uh, he had said, yeah, like basically either his mom had the people and they, you know, they straightened up and flew right for his mom or they got into trouble and they met his dad. <laughs> you know, right. like, so That's right. It's cool, though, like to be 
you know, my, I've, I was, I was homeschooled, but, uh, my kids, you know, my oldest is in my wife's class this year. Cause they, they, yes. my wife is a teacher at a, a Christian school and, and my kids and, uh, my son's in sixth grade. So like, it's kind of interesting because he's with his, his friends and, and he says, mom, instead of Mrs. Desiato or whatever. So it's, I've never, I, I have no idea what it's like to be a teacher. Did you really? She was a substitute. She would substitute anywhere from kindergarten to 12th grade for Springford. Yeah. Oh, okay. And she had me in class one day. Yeah. Was that was enough. <laughs> and I did call her mom in <laughs> class. Yeah. Apparently my brother had her too in kindergarten one day. And she said after the day was over, he said, Mom, you did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have a feedback card here right? that I'm going to pass a lot to you. you, do, you That's really <laughs> evaluation. But Mom and I, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a no, good, it was a good no, well, it wasn't as well. Yeah, some parental uh, child relationships are oil and water. I know like my my one son and I are very similar, so we, have, we tend to butt heads because we're obstinate. Right. <laughs> and uh, my mom always prayed that I would have a child that was just like me as payback. That's right. And, and she got her uh, prayer request. Um, but obviously you have your daughter in the business with you. Um, tell me a little bit about how that came about. Um, Other than her just dragging her along because you needed the extra hands. <laughs> she, she grew up in the business. So yeah. As an infant, she we had a playpen behind the camera. Oh, yeah, of course. And that's where she was. And if she was asleep, she stayed asleep. And if she was awake, she'd get... She'd go for the customer's attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she, she's been, she grew up among the flowers. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. She was a, she's a literal flower girl. Like, a flower, yeah, flower girl. child. Flower child. <laughs> I like that. Um, so. Uh, when they, she was in preschool, they said they gave each child a pilgrim name or an Indian name, and they named a wildflower on purpose. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome they nickname wait too. To yeah. Tell me oh yeah. <laughs> she was maybe four or something. Oh, okay. Did she fit the the wild side as well as the flower side? Did that, was it an appropriate nickname in that regard? Was she a wild yeah, child? No. no okay. It just had a nice ring to it. <laughs> it That's cute. good. It yeah, because I was gonna say running a business and having a, a child who was bouncing off the walls might be a little complicated. But yes. yeah, she was a uh, from a young age. She was ready to to pitch in and help as able. And I'm sure it helped make a sale occasionally. You have a cute little kid in the Absolutely. in the place and you want to support the family business, you know. She, she, had, <laughs> she had her own little table work bench in the back. Um, one time she made a little, a little hat and put flowers around it and ribbons on it. And my grandmother came in and purchased it. Oh, really? Because she put a dollar tag on it. Oh, my goodness. She That's so cool. She was in first or second grade. And then finally, when she went to visit my grandma, she said, oh, Nana, it was you that bought it. <laughs> and my grandma, but my grandma kept it. That's so cool. Until she moved. That's until amazing. Moved. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, yeah, it the legacy really, aspect. So she, she was right away. She was all into it. Yeah. And she's... my grandchildren, too. Oh, really? Oh, they oh, love to come in and, oh, can, really? we, can we make an arrangement and sell it? Oh, my goodness. This oh, is so cool. Should. There's like so many generations. Because you had said your grandparents had a business? They were grocers. So yeah, the grocers. So, market. I mean. You're looking at what's how many generations is that now? Is that fifth generation? Fifth. That's fifth. incredible. Fifth generation of um, of this family that are operating businesses in Royersford. Right. And uh, yeah, that's not that's not a common story. I don't think. I mean, there are a lot of people that have made their life here, um, but it's a whole other thing entirely to to make your you know to 
to feed yourself <laughs> through a business <laughs> and, and support yourself in a business in the same community for this many generations, right. which is really cool. Um, and I would imagine uh, your mom being a teacher that a lot of the people that may be watching this that are locals may have had your mom in Springford at some point, which is really cool. Or, or an O&J Roberts. Oh, okay. Oh, did she sell? Oh, yeah. She was a full-time oh, okay. teacher. She was at O&J. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah so she didn't have to go too far for her right. full-time job, which exactly. is good. I know a lot of people, like, they hit the drive to whatever school district they were fortunate enough to get hired by, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty interesting. So if you're watching this, and, and you uh, actually have a connection, you can comment below. Uh, or if you're listening to the podcast, send us a note to say, hey, you know, I, your mom was my teacher. I think that would be really cool. That would probably, uh, that would make them really excited. And if you have any fun stories, I'm sure there's, there's multiple generations of stories that you could share. Uh, maybe just private message them, depending on what the content of those stories are. We don't want that all broadcasted on social media. But um, So at what point... Uh, so you said you were in Phoenixville for 10 years and, um, what made you decide to, to transition to Reuters for Okay. So we're, yeah, so we're saying goodbye. Bye, Mindy. It was nice to meet you. <laughs> Sorry. Before, uh, before you answer that question, uh, in depth, I wanted to give her the chance to, to, to excuse herself. So. We bought the house okay. and realized that we didn't need two shops. Okay. So. We brought everything up here, and I thought, oh, I'd never have as much walk-in business as I did when I was beside the liquor store, the state <laughs> store in Phoenixville, between the Mag Grocer and the state store on Bridge Street. But guess what? We have more. Oh, my goodness. People in Roarsford walk. Yeah, that's one thing. That's one of the reasons why we moved here is I wanted to be able to walk, around. To walk to Main Street and walk to see to what's Street. happening is really exciting. Because it is it's, very it's, exciting. There's more and more people. Every Saturday and Sunday... And people are just out and about because it's like, sure. it's so exciting to see Always. that. And it's kind of, I do feel like it's, it, we're getting back to that, that mm -hmm. kind of local shopping, local supporting local people being out in the community, talking to each other, walking around, not being as isolated, right. um, which is really cool because, you know, the, the trend in the past was away from the, the urban centers away, you know, you know, big big developments off the roads and things like that. So to, to exactly. see that people are starting to come back to the main streets uh, in the Main Street USA, as it were, it's really exciting. So Some people never left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's incredible. So you've been here now in Rotorsford for 27 years, right. you said. Right. Um, so when you bought this this house, I would imagine originally it wasn't a, a retail space in, well, in this floor. Six yeah. years ago. Yeah. Megan's going to come back. She, she, she was a good worker there. She's made a sale, I think. So. She did. Uh, six so. years ago, this was a bakery. Oh, was it really? It was. Oh, wow. Well, when we bought it, it was it was just a duplex. Okay. Didn't still smell of, of bakery, no, did it? Did That's not. unfortunate because that would have been really well, nice. It would have been. It was yeah. Du Bois Bakery, and it was a German woman with a French name. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> my grandparent, my grandma remembered it. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And some people remembered that it was in this half of the house, and some people remembered that it was in the other half. Well, apparently, she rented both. At times, she rented both sides. Oh, okay. The baking was not done inside. It was done outside in a little wooden shack. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So this was just her, her sale? The, this was the, the area where she sailed, sold stuff. Right. I can't talk today. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, that's incredible, too, because a lot of people... You know, I'm just fascinated. Sorry, because I'm I'm so new to this area. But to hear that, like your your parents, grandparents remember 
what your business used to be. That not a lot right. of people can say that because things are, you know, and for a lot of people, they're only going to remember this as Beth Ann's flowers because you've been here for twenty seven years. That's so right. that's really cool right. to be able to to have been able to stay here for so long. My grandma remember pushing her, either my dad or my uncle, up in a in a baby coach up on the porch and leaving him sit in the coach and coming in to buy whatever she needed oh, from wow. the bakery. She could leave him. So was so this... So she had an actual... This was originally... This was originally a porch. A porch, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't inside. enclosed like this. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is good that... Yeah. When you bought the house, was it... It was a, it was a house. It was... But I mean, was the... Did you enclose the porch we or it already does? Oh, okay. The so there was a porch when you first moved yes. here. Okay, There's so. a picture of me helping... Help. Take it apart. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. I'll share it with Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. So, yes. um, yeah, the fact that you, you – and I'll, I'll let Megan take a little bit of time just to kind of talk uh, from her perspective because we, we did talk about you while you were gone. Sorry. <laughs> hope your ears weren't burning too much. Um, but as a, a child, you know, either in the playpen or, or doing things um, outside of it being all you've ever known, essentially um, – Tell us a little bit about what uh, you enjoy about uh, this business and what you enjoy most about the uh, the work that you do. Um, I don't have as much experience quite yet. As That's that okay. <laughs> um, Few people do, as I'm learning. Yes. So. <laughs> um, I do enjoy, I, I go to different classes. Beth Ann will send me out to, or my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be professional. No, that's fine. She'll send me out to Bloomsburg, um, to one of our wholesalers. They hold classes, and there's other wholesalers as well, but Bloomsburg's one of my favorites. And, okay. Um, just learning from the other designers. I didn't take art classes as yeah. much. I did a jewelry class, so I like the hands-on sure. kind of stuff. So, um, and... You know, the colors. I, I don't have, like, a, an exact favorite. I just enjoy doing it. It doesn't yeah. feel like coming into work every day. Oh, which that's is so cool. Kind of nice. Yeah, that is really nice. Cause... And I, I like my people skills. So yeah. I enjoy talking <laughs> to people and taking orders and learning a little bit about them, as long as it's not Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to do that. But getting to know, you know, our people. So. Yeah. And I would imagine... Uh... You know, I previously talked to Kathy Calhoun, um, and there are like like with the floral business, there are times where she actually has a space where she can crash uh, in the beneath the the jewelry store. So obviously, you guys, uh, you know, this is the home that you purchase, so you don't have to travel far. But those busy times, you know, Valentine's Day, uh, Mother's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, all those holidays where you guys are providing things, and then if you have a special order for weddings and funerals and things like that i can imagine that it's just like non-stop around the clock that <laughs> you guys are just like filling orders and, and assembling and arranging and all that kind of stuff so um it's good to love what you do if, the, if that is the case because if you can't get away from it yeah. you better learn to love it <laughs> so. yeah, we're not always just nine to five yeah oh yeah very very few businesses are i think um yeah nine to five the nine to five job i don't know if it exists anymore unless you work for uh you know, you just kind of corporation. corporation and you, and even then they expect you to, to give your life away <laughs> in some capacity. They give you a cell phone and say, you're on call yeah. all the time, even though your hours are nine to five. So, um, but yeah, it's really cool that you guys can, and, and you can be with your family. I mean, a lot of, you probably 
spend more time with your adult daughter than most moms, most do, moms do, which is really cool. I, mean, I imagine you think it's cool. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm just kidding. I yeah. think it's cool. I don't yeah, know. I know. I'm like, Mom, come on. No, I'm just kidding. You'll find most days we get along. Yeah, I, mean, I would imagine most people do. Other guys, you guys, you don't have anywhere to run to, so like, you can't, it's not like I'm going to be like, I'm going to the other location or, uh, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> so it's great we that you guys, yeah. And it's such a, it's really cool to walk in here because it is such a homey feel to it. And I can sense the, the love of the family when you walk in and it may not smell like a bakery, but it does smell like flowers, which is just as good <laughs> because, uh, flowers don't uh, burn. Uh, well, I guess they do, but, uh, <laughs> well, depending. We've never cooked that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Is it true? This is completely hearsay, but I've heard people say like if you sear the ends of stems and stuff for bouquets, that that is a to the, sear the ends. Like you, like when you cut them, like you can like ass. sear in a pan. Like it does something to to keep them looking fresher yeah. longer. That's not true. Tried that theory. Oh, okay. Well, if you know, if you guys have been in the business for thirty seven years and you've never heard of that, then I was misinformed. <laughs> I've never tried it, but I was just. I was just trying to show off some type of impressive knowledge about, <laughs> and I proved myself to be a dunce as I often do when I'm inquiring about things. There are a lot of ways to keep flowers fresh. Yeah. How about the, uh, how about Jerry's um, science project? Oh, my okay. science So if you couldn't hear, uh, Jim, uh, he asked about Jerry's science project. Jerry's it, my son. Okay. And... One when he was in seventh grade, Springport always does a science fair, okay. and you have to participate. And we took Jerry to Delaware Valley Wholesale Florist in okay. Sewell, New Jersey, and we bought we bought a bunch of roses that all basically come from the same bush. Okay, and we we lined them up in vases, and in each one, we decided to put he, Jerry decided what kind of liquid to put in this vase. Oh, okay. One of them was milk. One of them was Mountain Dew, which is his favorite at the time. Yeah. <laughs> one was water. And then we had about four or five different flower foods. Okay. To see how long, if they worked, and how long they would work for. Oh, wow. And, and aspirin. Oh, and aspirin, yes. <laughs> people, people will come in and say, well, can't you put aspirin in water? It doesn't help much. Yeah. <laughs> flower food is predominantly sugar. Yeah. But it's also... Made, the pH is made proper for the flower. Okay. So we put all these we put all these flowers in 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 all these liquids, and of course the Mountain Dew one died first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will kill you. I would imagine. <laughs> if yeah. the caffeine doesn't get you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the milk milk didn't work. Um, the 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 ones in flower food lasted about three weeks. Oh wow. And his teacher actually said, can't you just leave them in the classroom? And he said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's good sales. Right. You got a, you got a it, it's like a business grade, card right there, too, for the business. You know, it's like, <laughs> come to Bethany's Flowers for so all your yeah. flower needs. So yeah. We combined, you know, it was, it was really That's cool. really cool. Yeah. Did any of the, the, the liquids change, you know, the, the non-healthy liquids change the colors of the flowers? Or was there, was there a different outcome other than they just wilted and died? No. Because I've seen, is it, yeah. There's some colors that I see in flowers, and I'm like, are they re are they real colors, or is there something where they put coloring in the water and it comes up as the flower is growing? Is that a thing? Probably it's all about color morphing. Yeah. yeah, is that a thing? Color morphing. Color is that what it's called? Is oh, okay. The new word, yes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I've seen like royal blue 
in the midst of like a white flower and I'm like that doesn't look like it would grow that way naturally I don't know but yeah, there's there's definitely floral spray paints yeah don't don't use regular spray yeah. paint on flowers <laughs> um and then there's dye you can put into the water. Um, so it comes like more like a pattern or whatever. Like it's it's less it controllable, I would imagine. Yeah, right. And how you cut the oh, stem. Okay. Um, that's why we use knives. You okay. can usually get a cleaner cut yeah. with a knife, a really sharp one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, there's some I I've tried the rainbow roses to replicate, which is tough because you never know if the roses that came in that were are white. If they were already in water, so if they are, that kind of depletes the purpose. Because yeah, because it's already they been won't absorbing. Soak yeah, up the, the color. Right. So um, that's unsuccessful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how they get the real vibrant colors, but typically, I mean, there are some that just come in really cool, crazy colors, yeah. and they're constantly changing colors by different pollinations, and I, I'm sure that they. Did they work with the genes? Yeah, I was going to say, I would imagine the people who are actually, like, growing them, that would, you know, they're really fine-tuning and, and, yeah. and adapting and, you One know, they're... Cross-pollinating. Yeah, cross-pollinating yeah. and One stuff like that. One thing I've learned from her, she said, every time they try and make a blue rose, we get a new purple or lavender. Oh, okay. <laughs> we do. There yeah. is no natural... I've seen Amazon, they try and sell blue rose, and I'm like, yeah, that's not going to go blue <laughs> <laughs> I mean, blueberries aren't even really blue, if you want to think about it. So, yeah, like, it's very hard that. to find blue anything. Naturally, other than uh, than animals, like I've noticed, there's like yeah. The um, this is totally not related, but uh, there are certain colors that I I see like you can only find in nature, and I always say that like um, when we go whenever we go to a zoo or something like that, and you see like the little poisonous frogs and stuff, and Mm -hmm. some of them have the brightest like aqua and teal, and you're like these colors like. Or, like, you look at the neck of a parrot or something like that, and it's, like, the deep blue, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, these are, like, the most beautiful colors I've ever seen, like, and no one can really capture them outside of, like, looking at the the nature, you know, looking at the flowers, looking at the animals, the feathers, all that kind of stuff, and I find that really, really cool that it, uh, in nature, it's, it's very hard to replicate, and, and that there's no one thing that's truly identical, you know? And that yeah. that's a that's an interesting part. They can't, uh, that they I can't replicate the blue. Yeah, delphinium is one of the most blue flowers there is, and they can't they can't make they can't splice it or combine it into oh, any really? other flower. They're, they can't. They're they're trying to put it in other flowers as well as as well as the same. You know, to make it more blue or less blue. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, and they would. They're. I'm sure they're trying their darndest to. To do it because it would be something unique, something different. And exactly. Yeah. So exactly. if they can't figure it out, then I think it's it's a long time before we see I, anything like that. Yeah. The other year, I got really excited because I saw they were they were touting a blue orchid, and I looked at it and I said, "Oh, and there was they put dye in by the roots." Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I that's. Thought, the... I thought, oh, neat. Oh. <laughs> it's artificial. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't <laughs> Certain white rose, right? Ah. Uh, the rainbow roses. You had mentioned the rainbow roses. A business card. There's a rainbow rose. Each petal is a different color. Oh, really? And they do use one variety of roses. It's a creamy white. So it's it's a a white rose to start. It's a white rose Mm -hmm. to start, and they actually cut it at the bottom and put it in dye. Okay. And you, if you slice it 
you can see around the edge of the rose where the color is taken up. Oh, wow. Yeah. But how it knows to go to each petal, I don't know. That's so cool. One color in each petal. Yeah, and it doesn't... These are like... I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll have to try to get a close-up shot of this or if you have a picture of this on your website or something like mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll figure it out but yeah there's not a lot of you'd think it would be blended like each petal would kind of be a blur of you know like when you do that spinning art thing yeah, you'd, like yeah, you'd think right. it would kind of just be like all a mishmash but it's like each individual petal, petal there's like dark purple and then light purple and pink and yellow it's really cool the way they're able to, to design that it looks like a looks like a bow that you would put on like a, a gift or something like that and it's a rose which is pretty amazing um so tell me a little bit about uh what it's like been what it's been like for you here in Royersford and, and what what the operation has been like uh since you've been here <clears throat> hmm. it's been like more yeah fun. i've always been here yeah that's right no sorry <laughs> I've, i uh um, i would imagine you know You've, you've been on Main Street and seen many businesses come and go that have been on Main Street. Um, you know, I, I would imagine a lot of your clientele are repeat customers and uh, mm-hmm. referrals and things like very that. Very so. loyal customers. Yeah, that's I'm awesome. Very blessed. So yeah. in, in the course of 37 years, I'm sure you're get, you're seeing people doing flowers for people's proms and then those girls are now mothers and you're get, you're, mm-hmm. their kids are getting them flowers They're for Mother's Day and things like that. That, that sounds... Just, right. this year just like with your own family's generational thing, you're then seeing that in your client yes. base as well. This Just this year we had a wedding. We had done the parents' wedding 30 years ago. Oh, wow. And we did the daughter's wedding. That's so cool. Really <laughs> it was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because... Very exciting for me. Obviously, trends and styles change, but flowers don't change that much. I mean, arrangements can change, but mm-hmm. like the flower is the flower. And, and to be able to kind of find the the right thing for the people and and to see the legacy of the of the, I keep saying the word legacy but it's just so so prevalent it's such a I don't know I can feel it being in here there's just like so much history and, and of the families and we are the family florist yeah that's right you're literally the family florist um, but yeah to be able to see the people that you um, you know they were excited about their wedding day and then their mm-hmm. child's wedding day right. and then and to be able to still be here and you're relatively young I, if i can say that I mean, you got lots of years left um just by my own perception but um the fact that you started at 20 years old is incredible i, I can't imagine a 20 year old i mean anna marie was the same way she started hers when she was like 19 years old and you're like uh, is it something in the roars ford water or something like that like because a lot of people they don't you know, they don't start their thing that they, they do for the rest of their life till they're 25, 30 years old. And it's usually a couple false starts here. Like myself, I'm, I did this for a little while then I did that. And then I, you know, and then I figured out at 30 what I wanted to do with when I grew up, which I always joke around with my wife about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can imagine, I can't imagine what it must've been like as a 20 year old. Just was it that you just didn't really know any better. So you're just kind of went all in or I kind of yeah <laughs> like oh, I like I thought, this you know so what? I'll try it yeah, yeah I really like this and I might as well go for it that's incredible I think I don't know if you you know, you know you don't have a family yet you don't have a house you don't have all those what do I want to call them that responsibilities responsibilities yeah. <laughs> that's it so you're free to try things yeah you're not you're 
you're really only concerned with providing for yourself, and you can right. eat ramen noodles or you know whatever. Exactly. You, know, you can get through those lean times. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I totally get what you're saying. Right. Um, right. And that yeah, that comes. Then, I, I was someone who, unfortunately, uh, didn't figure out what I wanted to do for real until after I uh, was married and had children, and then I kind of had to try to pivot, which is a lot more difficult to to, to negotiate and, and and figure out how to do it without. Uh, neglecting the responsibilities that I that I had and, and the people that I loved and not hurting them and, and not providing for them while off pursuing my dream. You know what I mean? So, exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I definitely think it's amazing that you found the thing that you love and I can tell still love um, all these years later and now you're you're teaching. And, and I think that the true... Uh, true testament of somebody who loves something is that they want to tell other people about it. They become an evangelist for it. You know what I mean? Like, so the fact that you love to teach people shows, I feel like that keeps your love fervent for what you do. And I, 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 I commend you for that. Cause that's really cool. A, a teacher from Springford junior high school. Yeah. That dates me. <laughs> Not the seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, no, whatever it is. No. Yeah. Not ninth grade, but yeah. No, it was seventh, eighth and ninth grade. And it was the art teacher. Okay. And he became a customer probably in the last 10 years. And he gives me a grade every time. Are you serious? <laughs> every time I create something for him, he gives me a grade. Oh, man. He calls me back and tells so me you what get the grade is. Sweaty palms again, no, and like you start no. to <laughs> okay, like like really back in school. For art then. Oh, okay, but, but he did tell me. He told me I found my medium. Oh, that's so cool. That's true because that <laughs> right. is art. It comes in so many mediums, you know. It and really it, does. And we kind of. Uh, I'm glad you said that, and you talked about the science behind it too, because I think a lot of people have misconceptions about. Oh, I'm not an artist, or I couldn't do that, or and it's like, well, it may not be the way you thought it was, but right. you might actually be that very thing that you're saying you're not, you know, like it's, it's really interesting. I kind of, I never thought I would be acting and doing all this stuff. I love that stuff, but it, like I pictured what I do very differently years ago. You know what right. I mean? Like you exactly. kind of, you have a perception of what that thing is and then you don't realize that like, Oh, I actually, I check a lot of those boxes. So like the things <laughs> that I like, I can, wait a minute, I could do that. You know, I, I, that might be what I'm supposed to do. You know, it's, it's interesting how, you know, everybody from different backgrounds can end up doing very working together and, and, and finding common threads. And that's one of the things I love about sitting down and talking with guys like you and, and the various businesses, um, is just finding those common threads of people that are from different walks of life, different backgrounds. And, uh, there is a real common theme and it's, it's, it's family, family wanting to create something that lasts and, um, investing in, in the community here, which I, it's really exciting. Uh, for me as someone who moved my family here and is raising my children here to see people that have, have really put down roots. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> sorry, that was awful. That was an awful joke. But... Another perspective. Okay. Um, Come over here so we can hear you. It's a... There's your rainbow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, if you could send me this picture, this would be awesome. So uh, this is Jim. Jim uh, is the... the, the Pat patriarch, yeah. I almost said matriarch. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's a bet. They have. Does whatever she wants. That's right. You're the honeydew, right? For 16 years, the Parade magazine. Sorry. It's a thriving business, everybody. You've got to get over to Beth Ann's. It's time to pick up the grandchildren. Oh, okay. There you go. And I was quality control as a. 
perfect color perception, mm-hmm. which fits well into here. Yeah. Then I was in the post office for 32 years. Mm. So I, I got to see big business many ways. I loved it when I came here with yeah. her because I see flowers all the time when I go out to make deliveries. And I tell her, people do flowers. She creates beauty. Yeah. You know, she's an artist yeah. in in flowers. And she truly is. I yeah. mean the things she's done are just absolutely amazing. And she cons me into going down to the flower show. You know, <laughs> and when we started I I looked at the different des- you know designs that they had out there. And the last time I was down there I I said this is stuff she's done. Yeah. She, she's done all of this. Right. You know, I didn't see anything new, and I'd yeah. like to see the new designers. Yeah. And when we go to shows, we see the different designers. But she's done all that just here. That's you incredible. Know? And it, it, yeah, it's amazing. It, yeah. It really, truly is amazing. So uh, if you want to if you want to have fun, go deliver Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I've had guys that, that helped us out different times. I said, wow. The, the looks that people give you when you walk in with these flowers. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> You're like the hero, probably, yeah. I would imagine, right? Like, oh, my he God. didn't forget, you know, oh, like, here he is, you know, like. Yeah, thank God. It's like Santa Claus, playing Santa Claus, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like, honey, like, look. I've done, done studies of what kind of gifts make you happiest. Yeah. The flowers is number one. Really? Happiness. That's incredible. It is. I'll tell you one disturbing thing that comes comes about, and that's when I I bring fun, funeral flowers right. in, yeah. or I go to a funeral and there's no flowers. Right. It's so cold, mm-hmm. and it, you hear people say, "Oh, you know, why why get flowers? You know, they you you, you bring them there and they die the next day. Well, right. not hers. They yeah." <laughs> I tell people bring them home because they're going to last for weeks. Right. And every time you look on the news, you see lady die when when she right. died. It was tons and tons of flowers. Yes. Yeah. People get are able to bring out their sorrow mm-hmm. with flowers. Yeah. I mean, they feel like they're speaking, and that's something that I've found from her um, like I said watching from the background sure. you know, um, she takes flowers very serious yeah. with funerals mm-hmm. I mean truly serious yeah. um, she won't she won't put this flower and that flower in even though what if they wanted these right She'll go and get them, bring them in new. Yeah. And that's how I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud that she's done that, you know. It's just more of a profession. Yeah. You know, she's very professional with that. And <laughs> That's cool to have his perspective, too, because he's not necessarily someone who has grown up in it. No. Outside of watching you, you know, He's like, from Upper Darby. yeah, are you really? <laughs> yes. Upper Darby. I mentioned that earlier. There's a lot yes. of people that have ended up in this area from Upper Darby, yeah. which is really cool. So I think I was saying Anna Maria is originally right. 
uh, from Upper Darby before yes. her family moved out here, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was young, obviously, uh, right, before yes. she moved, you know, so it wasn't very much, but, um, and then there, I forget, uh, I think, uh, one of the guys from Stigman Brews, mm-hmm. um, and, and a number of other people that are escaping me. But it felt like it, for a while I did like six episodes in a row and they were all the people who have businesses in Royersford were from Upper Darby. I was like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> we must have, oh, Royersford must wow. be doing something right. We're getting all the good people from the other places, you know? Um, but no, it's cool to hear you because you're not necessarily someone who, uh, you know, had the science or the art background and you're you're seeing it as a, as a supporter or as someone who is... is is providing the, the support for and her delivering transportation and all that stuff. Transportation and you want engineer. To, uh, I, I tell brides this, that she'll be more worked up when she's bringing, doing a wedding than the bride is. <laughs> and I mean that after, what, 30-some years yeah. for her, 27 Every bride, it has to be perfect. Of course. Because that's their day, she yeah. tell me. That is their special day of their life, and I want to make it the best that I can make it. Right. Said, wow. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. If there's a question about color of something, she'll come to me because I have perfect color perception. Yeah. So, and it's funny, a lot of people don't. Yeah. <laughs> how, how terrible it is. Yeah, yeah. I would... Uh... I don't know what my color perception is. Is there a test that you can take? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I have a feeling I probably like, uh, yeah, I, I love, like, I love vibrant colors on everything. So I would imagine I would, I would like to take the test to see if I'm weird, really weak or strong in various areas. It's probably like a free one online or something like that. I don't no, know if that's accurate. Because what if my monitor isn't th- isn't showing the correct <laughs> color? You know, like it's all this other thing. Megan, uh, you can come back in. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, a test that it would take, uh, say, a red, and it had, like, little magnets. Yeah. And it would start with red and then go up and go in, into purple, light purple, and all the, way, all the way to blue. And you had to take all the magnets in all the different colors like that and put them in order. Yeah. I, I had five of us in our department who did color corrections for presses. And I was the only one that had per- perfect color. That's perfect. crazy. <laughs> I had one boss who would argue all the time on, on things. And he, he was horrible. <laughs> he was horrible on the test. He couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah That's yeah. good. So I love color. Yeah. And then to be able color. to say, like, hey, what do you think of these colors? And it's a good good marriage for many reasons. But yes. uh, <laughs> but to have complementing stra- uh, skills, that that's always a good thing, too. So, um well, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Is there anything that you uh, would like to discuss that we haven't yet brought up? Um, any any specific milestones or um, mantras that you operate your business under? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of things that I, I normally ask. Um, <laughs> if there's a specific credo or something like that that you kind of have always tried to operate your business under things like that is usually how I start to wrap up the episode. Um, just so that I want to, I want to make sure that we cover absolutely everything for you. So, um, she does everything to perfection. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> He's getting a lot of points here. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. that's good. Does everything to perfection because she wants the customer to truly enjoy what what she's giving them yeah uh, 
whether it's a funeral, whether it's a wedding, doesn't matter. Tropical crazy things that she does mm. with tropicals. She's a perfectionist. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, that can be tough. Yeah. I tell yeah. brides that the flowers have to be perfect because it's their day. Yeah. And the flowers have to be perfect because my name goes with them. That's cool. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. And I, I was just thinking because uh, your husband was, you know, sharing from his perspective um, how he values the work that you do. Um, I would imagine it's pretty hard to be the husband of a florist because what do you get your wife, <laughs> you know, at Valentine's Day? I guess chocolate is like you, or whatever, the, or a, a gift is different than, yeah. you know, they can't really, you, you can't get flowers them. from them and they'll be mad if you buy flowers from anyone else. So <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> it's kind of like a catch-22, I would imagine. You probably don't get, I mean, you work with flowers, but it's probably hard to get you the right bouquet that you like well it was really neat uh i worked with a florist in bloomsburg a dylan wholesaler and when i arrived for the to work there for the weekend to give a design show help him give a design show um i walked into my room and there were flowers there Hmm. and i was really excited i don't get to feel that very often so I was really, I'm like, wow, this was really neat. <laughs> this is what my customers This is what my like. customers experience, right? That's and really the same cool. thing happened when, on our 10th anniversary. I was waiting in Virginia for my nephew to be born, and I wasn't with my husband, and he sent me a dozen roses. I went, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is really neat. That is cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 you don't get, I mean, I get to have flowers all the time. I get to choose the ones I want. Yeah. But when someone gifts them to you. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, jewelry. Jewelry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm sure he's got a laundry list of things that he's got to do. Because, like I said, no, no, I can't. I have no idea what a diamond looks like. Yeah. <laughs> a good diamond. Yeah, right. She she worked down, downtown for Mrs. Anger. Yeah. So oh, she knows what the diamonds look like. Oh, that's not a good diamond. I'm like, oh, good diamond. <laughs> so... You know, yeah. that, that commercial sales, you know, yeah. you know, I'm going to get this cute $99 spent. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd look at her. <laughs> so, yeah. He lets me choose. That's cool. <laughs> like a smart husband. Here's, yes, he's very Here's good. a credit card. <laughs> there you go. What you want. Yes. That's like the classic thing about, like, dads on Christmas morning. It's like, oh, what did we get you? You know, when the kids are opening the presents because the the mom's doing all the shopping. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the dad's like, thanks, dad. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of that, too, of getting getting credit for gifts that that my wife bought for me. But (laughs) it's funny because this is like one of these weird things. As I often do in an episode, I share some personal aspect of my life that my wife regrets that I share. But uh, what's stopping me now? I've done it 50 plus times at this point. One of my things since the time we were married, it's a pet peeve of mine when you get a card from a couple and only one of them signed signed it and it's very clear. This is such a stupid pet peeve that I have. But like when it says like, you know, love, Beth Ann and Jim. But it's clear that Beth Ann was signed it for both of them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they don't even try to make it look like that. <laughs> I always said to my wife, like, if we're getting a card for somebody, I want to sign my name. Which is a silly thing, but 
because I felt like it was like because I was like oh this is like the guy doesn't even know that he got the, you know, that this card's coming to me or whatever you know so I don't know that's just a weird pet peeve of mine so I've, I've always tried to make it a point to sign the cards that are coming from my wife and I even if I don't know what the card is for I just put my name on it so they know that I actually put my hand to pen and paper and I, I made the effort yeah right <laughs> and my signature looks way worse than my wife says but at least they know I tried you know right. <laughs> that's the problem if I sign the card you can't understand. <laughs> right. It's like Turtle. a doctor's yeah. handwriting, right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. No offense, doctors. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we get a lot of customers that just say, you better write the card. And we usually end up writing it. Yeah. It. I was going to say, like, you need to, like, take calligraphy classes, too, with the with the floral business? We, I mean, we have cards that print out. And okay. We just print it nice. Yeah, well, right. Mostly it's... Well, as long as it says love, Jim, you can write anything in between. <laughs> yeah, those are the guys let us fill in the card. Yeah, yeah you know nothing what to too say. specific oh, because then they'll know I didn't. Yeah, yeah you know what to say. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, do you like read Hallmark cards and then like copy some of those nice little limericks that they have Sometimes. in there and stuff? Yeah, not to give trade secrets or whatever. You snap know. a little picture. There well, you I go. like that. Yeah, that's good. You uh, you have a book, don't you? I have a little book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Of different things. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it a that's an art in and of itself. You know, I don't even say, think about yeah, that. You've been doing this for a long time. You pick. Yeah. You go ahead. You decide. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I put my foot say? in my mouth again. <laughs> what should I say in the card for my the, the, the I'm sorry flowers? Yeah, you probably have a lot we of those kinds of things. Oh, we have a guy in the, the doghouse. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yes, yes. You have to see this. <laughs> Doghouse, because I'm sure many of you guys out there have been in the doghouse. In the doghouse. <laughs> just for that. And we bought that Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm going to put it up here so if you guys can see it. We bought that specifically for some of my buddies at the post office. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like the guy looks like George Jetson. Oh, he does look he like does. George Jetson. <laughs> well, it's definitely that era. Like yeah. I love that like nostalgia kind of artwork. And it's when guys good. come in and say, oh, I need a few flowers. I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know, we ask them if they know about the point system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we offer them the card with, you know, do you want a, the card with the dog? Oh, yes. <laughs> that anything to get me out of trouble. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> exactly amazing. Exactly how mad is she? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure you end up becoming like a, uh, you know, a... Uh, like the bartender they tell you yeah things. i was gonna say like Absolutely. you you probably have some stories that, that you should have your own show it's like oh. <laughs> it's like the taxi cab confessions or something mm-hmm. you know like that those old reality shows oh, you could yes. do something and like the stories that you've told and the flowers you've uh the apology flowers you've assembled and, and arranged you know for the different things but very that's a, few that's have a been given back yeah that's good <laughs> most yeah. people accept them and say here you can take them home yeah <laughs> somebody else can take them home that's right <laughs> And with Valentine's coming up, I'll, I'll spread a word to people. If you don't buy flowers from a florist right. and you go some other place, this finger still is is messed up because I was outside. I, I got a little thorn. Yeah. I learned that. Oh, really? We strip all the thorns off, off the roses. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, but if... If somebody gets it and gets a thorn, they they'll get a couple of points with their yeah <laughs> person that's getting that. You pour hydrogen peroxide on. It. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, here's another thing. I'm down there taking thorns off and ow. Yeah, don't think about it. Yeah. And then you three, have a scar for the three yeah. days later. I yeah. mean, it's yeah, very it hurts. painful. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Very yeah. painful. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. 
So that's a little. There, there you go. Little. We're getting tricks, uh, tips of the trade here, which, yeah. as we said, you know, it comes from a, uh, a family of people who who love to educate. So, um, well, thank you guys so much. This was fun. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different of an episode for you guys watching. We like to keep it fresh as much as we can. We have uh, some live sales going on. We have uh, you know people moving and shaking and, and, and transitioning from seat to seat and it was fun I hope I hope uh, you guys had fun uh, so as we wrap up tell me a little bit about uh, or tell tell people how they can get in touch with you uh, through social media or um, uh, or how they can uh, call you like what your phone number is um, yes we have a Facebook page Beth Ann's Flowers um, we have websites BethAnsFlowers.com.net and you can always call us on the phone, number 610-948-8999. Right, and you can walk in. Yeah, you yeah, said they yeah, have walk-ins. Walk in. uh, right on Main Street, uh, next to H&R Block. I mean, for like, yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, official address? Uh, 426. 426 Main Street in Roarsport Borough. And the hours are 9 to 5, right? Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. But they work way more than 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, well, ladies, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate you guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Spring Ford. I want to thank you for watching, and I also want to thank Beth Ann, Megan, and Jim for their time today. I also want to say that this is the end of season three, but don't worry, we're coming back strong in season four. We're already lining up guests and I'm excited to announce a new feature called Humans of Springford. We're gonna be highlighting personal stories of those who are investing their time, their talent, and their treasure here in the Springford community. These are gonna be stories from people who have raised families here and those who are financially investing to help with the revitalization efforts. So stay tuned. Visit our website, discoverspringford.com for more information. You can also subscribe to our various social media channels and our podcast. I also wanna let you know that we're selling all of our merchandise at cost to support our future season. You can pick up an iHeartRofo t-shirt for just $7. That really helps out our work that we're doing to highlight the Springford community. You can subscribe to the podcast as well and subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website. Thanks again for watching. I pray that all of you are staying healthy and safe during this unprecedented time. And I know we are all gonna come back strong. So come back next time when we highlight more of what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.